Irv Gotti says that getting a thick 300 and $300 million check made him cheap. And I thought this would be a pretty interesting story to kind of cover. So Irv Gotti says that getting a $300 million check made him act cheap. The hip-hop impresario sold the master recordings belonging to Murder Incorporated, the music company he started with his brother, Chris, which discovered Ja Rule and Ashanti, among others, for $100 million, with another $200 million thrown in for him to produce movies in TV shows. By the way, side note, if you stumble upon this, what would you do with $300 million? Like, that is so much money. By the way, you gotta pay taxes. But, like, that is so much money. Like, what would you even do with your life at that point? So he said that when he got the money, a lot of people came out the woodwork. But I had the reaction of, yo, you can't F this up. So I kind of got cheaper. Everyone was calling me, and I'm like, no, just wait a second, because I got to get used to having this bread, he told page six. By the way, for those who don't know, bread also means money. You know what's so crazy? You would think when I got all this money, I would go out and go on a crazy spending spree, he said, admitting that he stared at my bank account for maybe like 30 minutes. I got a little emotional. I am the youngest of eight, so it's like, Pop, I made it, he said. Like, imagine seeing nine figures in your bank account. Like, because here's the thing. Even after taxes, right, we're still looking over a nine-figure amount in his bank account. Like, just imagine that. Imagine if you were to log into your bank account on your phone or on your computer or go to the ATM and you'll see the balance and you'll see nine figures, (laughs) right? That'd be so crazy to see, right? Now, here's the thing. I don't think Irv Gotti was necessarily ever struggling with money for most of the whole time that Murder Incorporated was actually good, but... Just imagine that, right? Like, just imagine the kind of money that we're really talking about. Like, we're talking about the type of money that you could literally be buying a jet, like, every couple years. We're talking about you could literally buy a Lamborghini every single month for the rest of your life and probably never run out of money, right? Even if you didn't invest your money at all. Like, that's how crazy this type of money is. So, according to Music Business Worldwide... The Murder Incorporated CEO signed the deal with Oliver Chaston of music rights and brand management company Iconolast. He's not being that cheap, though. Now I have a chef, a nutritionist, and a trainer. I got to eat right, and I got to work out to live longer, he said. I'm 52 years old, so you damn right, I'm tired, I'm getting old, and that's what we got trainers for, so I'm getting healthy now. Now, I think that might actually be the smartest thing that he actually does with his money, is to actually take care of himself, right? Because here's the thing, what's the point of having all this money if you're going to end up passing away in like the next five years due to like a heart attack? Like, that ain't cool. 
But how about you have all this money and you use some of this money to basically extend your life to basically mid-80s, mid-90s, maybe even over 100 years old. Like That'd be really cool. And meanwhile, he told us that Jay-Z gave him his name. The world calls me Gotti, right? But Jay-Z is the one that named me Irv Gotti. He gave me the name, long story short, my birth name is Irv Lorenzo. Jay didn't think it was tough enough or a cool enough name for me, so he started calling me Gotti, he said. I wonder if there's any comments on this. Yes, there are, okay. So money doesn't buy class. Dude sold the rights to other people's music, and now he's some kind of mogul. His Ashanti pillow talk has overshadowed any success he may have had. Rich people stay rich by acting poor. Poor people stay poor by acting rich. I would have changed it from Lorenzo to Renzlo, but if Gotti works well for you, then that's fine. Good for him, I guess. It's interesting. When people become immensely rich and have all their material needs met, the next thing they want is immortality so they can enjoy the money as long as possible. A trainer, a nutritionist, got exercise is a thing that they can't buy. Whereas if you're poor, you might smoke or eat unhealthily or drink too much, etc. because life sucks and people need their small pleasures. Not judging, I understand it completely. And you know what? I actually really like this statement, right? This like little comment because it basically fits almost perfectly, right? Because you see a lot of people who end up getting money wanting to use that money to extend their life, right? But you see a lot of people who do not have money typically doing everything they can, even diminishing their life to try to get more money. Like It's like this weird, vicious cycle. Because it's kind of funny, but it's like, say you're 18 right now, but you're living paycheck to paycheck. You are probably willing to try whatever you can to try to make a lot of money as fast as possible. But when you're like 40, 50 years old, you'd be like, say that you're 40, 50 years old, but you're a multi-millionaire at that point. You'd probably be willing to trade all that money to go back to being 18 again. Having the same skill set, having the same knowledge, but being in your 18-year-old body, right? It's very interesting to see what people want out of life based off their age and their financial situation. And the thing is, like for us, right, what we try to do is we try to get people to get out of debt and manage their money in a way that they could wake up and not really feel the stress or the burdens of, you know, everyday financial life, right? Because once you're out of debt and you got money in the bank and you got money in investments, that stress, like your needs are met, you don't really have to worry too much about that. So you can focus on other things that you actually really want to do. Because here's the thing, would you still be working in the job that you want to work in if you had no bills to pay, that you were forced to have to pay basically, right? Like if you didn't have like a massive student loan, would you still be working at your job? Would you still be dealing with the people that you want to deal with or like need to deal with, I should say? Or would you rather just go do a different job, maybe pays a little bit less or pays the same, but is in a completely different field, 
has nothing to do with what you're doing right now. Like a lot of people get stuck in their life doing things that they don't want to do because of their financial choices that they've made. So it's just interesting. Feel free to give your thoughts if you stumble upon this.